There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Right. Welcome to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. Hope everybody is doing well out there. It is Wednesday, September 28th, 2022. And uh, we are in a dire situation in this country, in this world. There is a lot of things happening we're going to talk about today. Uh, but the one thing that is on everybody's mind is the economy. I know this for certain. We, we talk about this every week with Dr. Kirk Elliott, and he is here with us today to discuss the state of the economy, what is happening, and what we can expect. Kirk, how are we doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well, my friend. Well, that's that's fantastic. You know, we're sitting here just watching the the hurricane hit, and uh, in in Florida, I'm watching it on TV, and I'm thinking, oh, my word, there's like a financial hurricane that's, that's hitting the world is is the Bank of England is, like, just collapsing. I mean, the stuff that's going on there with the complete bond market collapse, and, and you know, it, it's, it happens when people no longer want a currency, right? Mm-hmm. So then they're forced to print their way out of it. They just have to print, 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 print without discretion, um, and that just causes even more inflation, so now they're doing some short selling and, and margin calls on, on Bank of England bonds. And Ray Dalio, you know, billionaire hedge fund manager, and he said what they're absolutely doing over there is criminal to the people of England because they're just, they're just printing so much money. It, it's unsustainable. And, and, but when you think about it, Josh, it's, it's going to be no different here. It's going to be no different than in Venezuela. When when your currency no longer has any public global support, um, these things will happen. They, they just happen. It's just natural. So what, what's kind of, as I was thinking about this this morning, it's uh, kind of freaky about the U.S. dollar. And people say, oh, it's the dollar. It's America. We're never going to fail economically like that. We've got too much infrastructure. We've got too many businesses. We've got too much ingenuity and creativity. All true, but yet it can still happen. And because the same thing happened to Germany after, after World War I, right? They were, they were America back then, pretty much. They were the big kid on the block. They had a vibrant arts district. They had huge military. They basically were were bombing the living daylights out of people during World War One. They their real estate was booming and then then comes the Treaty of Versailles. And they said, you know, international treaty said, Hey, Germany, you gotta repay your war debts and they said, What? We we thought we won this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And so so they said, Well, you have to and, and so they abandoned the gold standard. They had a gold standard the Renton mark was their currency at the time, and then it ultimately converted to a mark after the, after the hyperinflation. But when they abandoned the gold standard and they could just print without discretion, like what they're doing in all these countries now around the world today, including America, 
ultimately they got to an inflation, Josh, that that just just it, it ravaged people's lives. And mommies and daddies couldn't afford to feed their babies. They had to be paid in wheelbarrows full of cash twice a day because a loaf of bread would double from lunch till dinner time. And and all of this why? Because they had a, an international treaty that said they had to pay the war debts. They couldn't afford it, so they abandoned the gold standard so they could print without discretion, and that caused one of the world's most worst hyperinflations ever. But but here's here's the scary part about that because we're seeing similar stuff here, right? We're seeing um, a, a country that that I don't think they're going to be able to stop inflation. I, I really don't because. We've talked about this before, how if they really wanted to stop it, they would have to raise interest rates higher than the unofficial inflation rate, Mm -hmm. which is now 24.8%. So are they going to raise rates to over 25%? No. But even if they did, even if they did, it wouldn't stop inflation because structurally the global economy has changed. You know, we've gone from and we're transitioning from a globalized world or everything, you know, free trade and trade back and forth and all this, a globalized economy to a deglobalized economy. And you can see that with all the tariffs and import and export restrictions on Russia and China. And we're, we're starting to, to go back into a more nationalized economy um, all over the globe, which means prices are going to go up. I'm not saying that that's, that's bad. I'm saying that I, I would love that rather than a, a globalized world. But when you're talking about inflation, that's not going to go away anytime soon with policy because structurally the whole global economy has changed. It, it has. And I've been saying for the longest time that we're going to have some type of catalyst event globally. Mm-hmm. And this catalyst event will spark this massive economic downturn, bring in the black swan global economic collapse. Um, We're kind of seeing this right now. I mean, you just had Trump on Truth Social talking about World War III. We're seeing the rhetoric being put out by Washington. We just had Nord Stream 1 and 2 that were slammed by some type of device, probably a drone. It's being blamed on the U.S. by many European nations and Russia. Ukraine is blaming Russia for it. U.S. is denying the allegations. We have Joe Biden and Victoria Nuland talking about specifically how the Nord Stream pipelines would not exist if Russia invades Ukraine. So we have this this preemption right there. And this event right here, the Nord Stream pipeline, Kirk, this feeds energy and power to Europe, which means that... During this winter, Europe's going to freeze. This is going to throw Europe into a massive depression. Their people are going to get angry. They're going to revolt. They're going to go to the streets. Not only that, as you have the the food and supply chain problem, you have this energy crisis, you have political destabilization. It seems like Europe is on the brink, and, and that right there could cause the U.S. to have some major economic problems as well. Well, absolutely. I mean, here's so what you're going to see from that is imagine going into the cold winter months in Eastern Europe and they have no gas to heat their homes. Right. This is this is one of the things that always follows economic 
downturn, collapse, is social upheaval, right? So people can't, not only can they not afford oil and gas prior to that, but now the supply just simply isn't there. What are people going to do, right? They're going to, I mean, there will be riots, there will be protests, there will be civil unrest. Um, You couple that with the food shortages that we're seeing because of, of the fertilizer not being available for most of the agricultural growing world because that all came from from russia you know the largest fertilizer producer on the planet um so now that the the fall time is here the yields aren't going to be there for for harvest time and food prices are going to go through the roof people aren't going to be able to really um heat their homes in europe but here in america some of the energy prices have doubled since last year doubled so you've got all this stuff happening all at the same time and it's all during an election year right this is where it starts to get a little bit crazy and if you if you're a student of history this this doesn't really bode very well because like after that german hyperinflation when mommies and daddies couldn't feed babies and they had millions of percent of inflation per year mm-hmm. what what happened hitler was running for to, to run Germany, right? And he got voted in willingly. He didn't have to hold a gun to people's heads. One of the worst dictators in the history of the world because he campaigned on a campaign promise of hope and change. And he told people, it's like, hey, we can fix this. Vote for me. And they believed him. And people, this is the sad part about humanity, is they will willingly, willingly give up their freedoms in exchange for perceived peace and safety, right? And so this is the political consequences that I think we see after this global downturn economically is, especially during election year, um, you, you're going to see a lot of freedom starting to erode right underneath our nose. And I think people are going to be willing to see that happen. I, I, and I agree with that. And we are heading into some very, very dark times uh, for the United States of America. And even with... The, the raising of the interest rates, which is horrible right now. I think the mortgage rate is up over 7%. Um, there's there's really nothing they can do to curve this and stop this because even if they, and you were just saying this a minute ago, even if they did raise interest rates to match inflation, we have all these other global problems within the supply chain, within infrastructure, within um, you know global conflict, within political destabilization, that, that there's nothing they can do to really solve this solution except for let it play out to let it move forth and then pick up the sticks after it's over and that's what the great reset is all about and so we're seeing this move towards globalism but the people have to be strong they have to stay strong they have to to get their finances in order and protect their investments that's one of the most important parts but on top of that you know you you talk about germany germany's solution was to go to war and we're looking at this right now globally and I think that the solution might be very much the same, that the world is looking to go to war because they know that's how they're going to pull themselves out of this and, and produce this global reset. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it, we, have to, we have to just realize, Josh, history does repeat itself. Um, it always does. I was just doing a show, show yesterday, and, and we were talking about the fall of Rome and what happened and what caused it. And what most people don't realize, you know, Rome, the largest 
empire republic ever ever on earth right but they didn't they didn't um fall because of external forces they fell from from within so as you as what caused their fall was was the government trying to to give too much to the people you know when when rome fell one third of the population of rome was getting some kind of government support you know like the equivalent of Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security, right? They're just some kind of a, a welfare and entitlement, one-third. So here in America, we can look and see how much of a percentage of our population is, is getting stuff from the government just by looking at the federal budget. We go to whitehouse.gov and go to the 2022 federal budget, go to the table S4, the summary table, it'll... Oh, we should finish this after the break because this is a good story. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Josh here from the Dark Delight Show. We are looking for small, medium, large businesses, philanthropies, organizations, nonprofits. If you have a business or a product and you are trying to get your name out there, well, radio advertising is one of the best places to start. We're going to get you out there to multiple different geographics, and I'm telling you, it really does work. We have great spots available here on the Dark Delight Show as well as incredible advertising packages. All you have to do is email us at redpillstv at gmail.com or contact WYSL, and we'll get you taken care of. 
Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right. This is the Dark Delight Show. We're back here with Dr. Kirk Elliott. Kirk, let's let's finish that story. I want to I want to hear this one. Hey Josh. Yep. Okay, so if you go to the budget, we're starting where we left off, a table summary table S4 in the US budget. Um, you can see the, the, the entitlements, which would be Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and other mandatory programs, which would be like women, infant, children programs, food stamps, things of that nature, right? So you add those things up, it comes to $4.02 trillion, just those. And then you, you go down to the income for the country, which would be federal tax revenues, it's $4.17 trillion. No joke. We've, we're paying out 96-plus percent of everything that we bring in as a nation goes out towards Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and other mandatory programs. 96%. Rome fell with a third being getting government support. We're almost at 100%. So now, if you add to that the interest on our national debt, which is $31 trillion, the interest-only payments at 2.18% is, is $308 um, billion. It's a lot, right? So, mm-hmm. But that's at, at 2% interest. What happens when interest rates go to 4 Like, interest rates are now rising like crazy, right, as they keep raising rates. Well, at 4 that turns into $600 billion. At 6%, that turns into $900 billion. At 8%, it turns into $1.2 trillion, right? So, so in a rising interest rate environment, it becomes very, very clear that our debt will be the Achilles heel of our economy. Because most of the, the listeners here probably can remember back to the early 1980s. In 1983, if you were to buy a home back then, the interest rate on your 30-year mortgage is about 18%. We're going to get back up there with rising rates up to that point. But at 18%, just the interest only on our national debt is more than the $4 trillion that we bring in. It's like, oh, my word. So we're already, we're already at 96% just goes towards entitlements, let alone you've still got infrastructure, education, roads and bridges. You've got the Department of Defense. Everything else that you need to run a country isn't even included in that 96%. That's just the entitlements. So when, when you hear economists talking about this debt is unsustainable, it, it truly is unsustainable. It can't go on, which is why we need some kind of a monetary reset to actually just keep the economy afloat moving forward. So what would that economic reset look like, though? I mean, if, if, you're, if they brought you in as Federal Reserve Chairman and mm-hmm. said, Kirk, fix this problem. What would we be looking at? What would we need to do that we're not doing? Well, number one, you, 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 there's two ways you can do it. You, you raise revenues and you decrease expenses, right? So, so number one, I would, I would just get rid of the IRS and I would have just a, a fair tax, just a flat national sales tax, right? Simplify everything. Um, then you would have to lower rates, lower taxes. When you lower taxes it would create um, more revenue because more people would spend. 
when you're raising taxes, when people are living at the margin, people are going to spend less. And actually, it's counterintuitive, but government revenue comes down. So you lower taxes to stimulate the economy, get more people working, more people spending. Um, you would have to open up what we're really good at, natural resources. You have to open up the Gulf and the Arctic for oil, right? So we don't have to be dependent on foreign oil. I mean, all of this is going to bring revenue into the country, but financially, you have to just simply get people working. You'd have to get rid of uh, something like, like the Federal Reserve, which is just creating, you know, causing the, the Treasury Department to pay them interest on something that they print out of thin air, right? So put money creation back into the hands of the people, back into the hands of the government, rather than, than our cartel-owning banking families. So when you start to add all of that together, I mean, those are just things right off the top of my head. But, but bottom line is we need to be the manufacturers of the world that we're exporting our stuff to the rest of the world. <clears throat> you have to have people working. You have to slash expenses and, and get rid of, of, man, this fiat-based money creation that just creates a system based on debt and there's, there's different things you can do, but then what can we do personally until we get to that point, right? Because some of that stuff might not ever even happen, right? So, so how do you protect yourself now, given what's in front of us right now? Well, this is where what you and I talk about every single week, um, because it's the only thing that makes sense, and I want to make sure people hear it, is you invest in a hard, tangible asset like gold and silver, that thrives during times of chaos and inflationary pressures like we're seeing because it's, it's, it's actually get out of the system kind of a currency. It's private. It's a thing that's not debt based because here's the thing, Josh, when things go up with inflation, right? I don't care if it's cars or gas or gold or silver or, or houses or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but ultimately like houses, let's take real estate. Um, real estate is about to burst. But wait, shouldn't it go up with inflation because a house is a thing? Well, it's debt-based. People have to finance it. With interest rates going up, they can't, they can't qualify for as much. And so, therefore, prices are going to have to come down as interest rates go up to have it be equally affordable. Anything that's based on debt is, is not going to go up like it should during times of inflation. This is why I like gold and silver. Because they're not based on debt. People don't finance their purchases of gold and silver. They're cash purchases, generally. So this is what makes it like the best inflationary hedge on the planet to take advantage of these trends so the trends don't take advantage of you. I I gotcha. And, you know, this is happening faster and faster. People need to understand that we're, we're coming towards the end of this, uh, this segment of the world. It's a transitionary mm-hmm. period for the world. And that this is going to happen very, very fast. That your 401ks, your IRAs, your wealth, your savings are at risk here. Potentially, we could see next year that the U.S. dollar goes away. And overnight, just like in Iraq or Venezuela or in Germany, that that becomes worthless overnight. So we have to understand that we need to protect ourselves with these tangible assets, things that traditionally, historically, have retained and gained value during these tough economic times. So I ask everybody out there, go to getgoldtoday.com. That's the web address, getgoldtoday.com. 
com, or give Kirk, Dr. Kirk Elliott a call, 720 and oh, 720-605-3900. Is that right, Kirk? You got it. Yep. 720-605-3900. You got it. That's right. And, and Dr. Kirk Elliott and his team will take care of you. He's a double PhD economist. I'm telling you, he's been a financial advisor and consultant for a very, very long time. He knows exactly what he's talking about. He knows exactly how to help you. And so if you guys are looking for that type of help, please go visit giggletoday.com or give him a call. Kirk, I appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and helping us out with this and helping explain what's happening. Uh, what do you think we're going to see in the next rate hike? we got about a minute and a half left. What do you think we're going to see in the next rate hike here coming next month? Boy, uh, you know, we've had a quarter, half, three quarters, three quarters, three quarters. I wouldn't be surprised if it's three quarters again, but it, but it depends on a lot of different factors. I, I don't think it's going to be less than a half, and I don't think it'll be more than one. I mean, truly, we could get one if the inflationary pressures just go haywire because the, the government has to show that they're trying to do something to tackle inflation before the election. So I, I'm guessing it's going to be somewhere in that ballpark, half at the minimum, one at the top, so probably another three quarters. Kirk, I appreciate your time today. We'll talk to you next week. Have a great day, my friend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. And uh, yep, that was Dr. Kirk Elliott. And listen, I'm telling you, I, I work with them. My family works with them. And it, we're, we're just in very, very dire economic times. And we just need to be prepared. And whether it's an allocation of just a little bit or a little bit more, you just want to be safe, secure, and protected. And the way I look at it, is if you allocate some of your assets right now in the gold and silver, where we know this global transition is occurring, we know that there's going to be some type of major market collapse, economic collapse, we have supply chain disruptions, we know this is going to happen. Dr. Kirk Elliott has talked about the 40 to 1 ratio of the devaluing of silver per gold, right? That silver is basically held down under a 40x margin of what gold is. And that we could possibly see those gains come about as inflation increases, as the market begins to collapse, as the dollar begins to degrade, is that you're going to see the cost of silver go up. Why? Because it's used in almost all manufacturing and processing of electronic and consumer goods. With that being said, the cost is going to go up because the demand will go up, plus you have inflation and all those things. Which means that is if you allocate it, some of your resources right now, some of your assets in the gold and silver, or just silver, when this does happen, you're going to be pulling out profit, which you reinvest back into the markets when the market's at the bottom. Now, that's a win-win situation. So 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com, and if you scroll down to the bottom, there's all the contact information right there. Just let them know that Josh from the Dark Delight Show, Red Pill Project, is the one that sent you there. We have a storm. Approaching Florida. Hurricane Ian is just shy of a Category 5 hurricane and is approaching Florida right now. Um, very, very interesting because 
if you go to all the top news channels in the United States of America, every single one of them has the headline of Hurricane Ian, Hurricane Ian, Hurricane Ian. But none of them talk about the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. Now, this is very interesting. If you're paying attention to this story, okay? Yesterday, Redek Sikorsky, who's the former chair, who's the chairman of the European Union in the USA delegation. Okay? He's a senior fellow at Harvard. He's a former I think assistant prime minister um, in, I want to say Italy, or not Italy, uh, one of the Eastern European countries. He came out and posted a picture of the Nord Stream pipeline bubbling gas up. It's the one that's being put all, all over the media and said, thank you, USA. Now, that's kind of cryptic, but kind of not. Well, what's he talking about here? Well, you have to go back to the beginning of the year where President Biden says specifically, if Russia invades, then there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2 pipeline. We will bring it to an end. The reporter asked, but how will you do that exactly, since the project is in Germany's control? Biden says, I promise you, we will be able to do that. Now, Victoria Nunland, okay, who works with the State Department, she's the one that negotiated and brokered the deal that formed the coup in 2014, in Ukraine, she's the one who knew and had oversight over the U.S. biolabs in Ukraine. She came out around the same time as Joe Biden and said what? That if Russia invades Ukraine, that pipeline will cease to exist. Well, what were they talking about? Well, guess what? That pipeline is now ceasing to exist. There, there's 15 things that we know about the mysterious explosions, quote unquote, that severely damaged Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. Firstly, they weren't explosions. I can tell you that much right now. That these were most likely some type of, of ramming or concussion or uh, there is another word I'm looking for. I can't think of it, but it's some type of concussion, basically explosion. So it doesn't actually produce an explosion. It produces massive amounts of pressure around those pipes that would cause them to burst. So what we were being told is that sections where the pipeline were damaged were 70 to 90 meters below sea level. Um, so someone would need to go down pretty deep to get them. It is extremely unlikely that these pipelines could have been ruptured by accident uh, because they are extremely thick. The steel pipes itself has a wall of 4.1 centimeters or 1.6 inches and is coated with steel reinforced concrete up to 11 centimeters thick. Each section of the pipe weighs 11 tons, which goes 24 to 25 tons after the concrete is applied. It is being reported that explosions were heard in the area where the gas is now leaking out of the pipelines. Explosions were heard in the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline where gas is leaking into the Baltic from the three holes. Scientists have confirmed with chronic safety concerns have led to a five-mile exclusion zone being imposed around the affected area. The Swedish National Seismic Network detected one explosion that registered 1.9 on the Richter scale and another that registered 2.3 on the Richter scale. The largest leak is reportedly spreading bubbles a good kilometer in diameter. German officials are claiming that this was a deliberate act of sabotage. NATO Security General Jens Stolzenberg on Wednesday attributed the leaks on the Nord Stream pipelines to acts of sabotage and said he had discussed the protection of critical infrastructure with NATO countries with the Danish defense minister. 
Interestingly, this inc incident took place just one day after thousands of German protesters took to the streets and demanded the opening of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. The Prime Minister of Denmark also believes that this was a deliberate act of sabotage. Danish Prime Minister Mette Ferdishkin said her government believes the leaks were caused by deliberate actions, adding that the gas supply pipeline will be out of action for around a week. The Ukrainians are blaming the Russians. It's being reported that CIA recently warned Germany about a potential act, uh, act of uh, violence against the pipelines. A Polish member of the European Parliament, Parliament this is uh, Radek Sierkowski, the one we were just talking about. He's a Polish member, sorry, Polish, that's the country I was looking for, of the European Parliament, is absolutely convinced the United States was behind the attack. Joe Biden previously said that the end of the Nord Stream pipeline would come. Victoria Nunland said the same thing. European officials just gathered for a ceremony to mark the opening of the new Baltic pipe. Germany's, uh, Germany reports security authorities assume that three tubes of the Baltic Sea pipeline Nord Stream 1 and 2 will be forever unusable after the alleged attacks of sabotage. Now, this is the scenario I want to put out for you because Donald Trump actually went and posted something today and I found this quite interesting. Firstly, he retweeted or retruthed an account of my buddy Chad. Uh, Chad, Chad Drago out there. He's an artist who makes amazing art, but Donald Trump has been retweeting him. Well, when Donald Trump retweeted him, what he was showing is he was showing that the quote from President Biden, if Russia invades, then there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. And President Donald Trump replied and said, wow, what a statement. World War III, anyone. And this is what I want you to understand. NATO and the United States of America are the Western nations that are trying to bring about a globalist, one-world government, a new world order. This is the work of the World Economic Forum, the United Nations Sustainable Development Committee, Agenda 2030. This is the world that we're fighting against, that we don't want a techno-fascist, totalitarian, oligarchical-controlled new world order. This is what the Western nations are trying to usher in. Countries like Russia and potentially China are against this. They don't want that. They want to retain their sovereignty. They want to build a world order based upon national sovereignty where governments work together for the progression of humanity, or at least this is what we're seeing. Not that they don't want to have systems of control and control the people and all that stuff, but we're seeing Russia fight back. And one of the, the, the capital centers for the globalists, one of the, the capital cities, the place that they were building all their bioweapons, the place that they were making all their armaments, the place that they're doing all their money laundering, their drug laundering, their, their human, excuse me, their human trafficking was Ukraine. This is their capital city. And Russia has invaded their capital city. And so they want Russia out of Ukraine. And they're willing to do whatever it takes to get Russia out of the Ukraine. And they've been saying this for a long time, even threatening preemptive strike against Russia on their nuclear silos. This is what Vladimir Putin was talking about in his speech last week. And Russia said, don't interfere. And the United States and the NATO nations have interfered. They gave weapons, gun or weapons, munition, and money to Ukraine, sent third-party U.S. DOD contractors over to Ukraine to fight against the Russians. And Putin keeps on saying, stop it. 
And Putin said, if you guys use any type, if you guys come after Russia, we will use everything on the table. You will feel my wrath. And so we know that NATO needs a reason to get in there. Now, NATO, or we can look at it, the Western nations, Ukraine was using Western munitions to bomb the nuclear power plants that were occupied by Russia in Ukraine. We know this. this. This has been reported. Even mainstream media was reporting on this, but it's still being propagandized out there. They were trying to produce a nuclear incident because if a nuclear incident occurred, that affects all of Europe, and now it's NATO's concern. But they're backing off of the nuclear rhetoric because they understand now that Russia has teamed up with China. They made a military alliance last week. This scares the Western nations. This scares NATO. NATO knows that they have to be able to go in there and do something to Russia. Now, some interesting things just happened. We had Xi Jinping disappear for three days, miss one of the largest economic meetings in the Chinese Communist Party. He shows up yesterday nonchalantly. One of his generals that he removed, Xi Kuaming, all of a sudden shows up out of the blue 20 days later after he's been missing. And he was relieved of duty by Xi Jinping. We're going to put this together for you. I'm going, to, I'm going to tell you what I think is happening here. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Riding the storm out Waiting for the fallout Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900. 
or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Josh here from the Dark Delight Show. We are looking for small, medium, large businesses, philanthropies, organizations, nonprofits. If you have a business or a product and you are trying to get your name out there, but radio advertising is one of the best places to start. We're going to get you out there to multiple different geographics, and I'm telling you, it really does work. We have great spots available here on the Dark Delight Show as well as incredible advertising packages. All you have to do is email us at redpillstv at gmail.com or contact WYSL, and we'll get you taken care of. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right. We are back with the Dark Delight Show. And I'm going to try to explain this global situation that is occurring right now. Now, as I was just saying, we had the globalists, the, the deep state, the cabal, whatever you want to call them, the Western nations, which are their military force, NATO and the United States. And they need to get Russia into a war, but they also need to neutralize China at the same time. Now, Xi Jinping, we just talked about, disappeared. This mysterious general, um, Xi Jiaoming, suddenly appears. Xi Jinping appears three days later. It's my thought that Xi Jinping was uh, taken to a re-education camp. This is very, very common in the CCP. And that basically he was threatened not to team up with Russia. Um, we just saw this indication, actually. Turkey, which has been wanting to join the BRICS nation, which was against Sweden and Finland joining NATO, um, has now acquiesced to the United States and is no longer collaborating with Russia. So we're seeing nations that were strong with Russia, had alliance with Russia, moving away from Russia. Uh, China, the Xi Jinping thing, I'm telling you, this is of concern because most likely what has happened is there's a fifth column in China and they're basically threatening Xi Jinping, his power, if he backs up Russia when NATO strikes. And yes, NATO is going to strike. So we're seeing Ukraine blaming Russia for the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline sabotage. Uh, this absolutely was not Russia. We we have reason to believe that this was the, the cabal, the deep state, the globalist, uh, some type of operation. I don't think the United States Navy was involved in this or did anything like that. But we can te- definitely tell you that this was orchestrated by these Western nations. Now, why would they do such a thing? Because that type of event is going to produce a massive energy crisis for Germany and Europe, which they're already in a massive energy crisis. They're already in a massive food supply chain crisis. And they're moving into winter. Now, that means that whoever sabotaged that pipeline, that's an attack on Europe. If that's an attack on Europe, and Russia is said to have done it, which I'm pretty sure they're going to give us some promising evidence here, the Western nations promising evidence here in a, in a few days that Russia was behind it, then uh, what we will see is NATO get involved in this conflict. Because now Russia has attacked Europe. See how that works? Russia, if, if Russia is blamed for the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline, Germany, which is a NATO nation, can now take action. That's an act of war. This is what NATO has wanted and needed, but they need to make sure that when they go after Russia, China is neutralized, Turkey is neutralized, that they're not going to get involved. 
And all of a sudden, at the same time, we see Turkey acquiesced and no longer uh, negotiating. This just came out actually today. No longer negotiating with Russia. No longer talking about joining the BRICS nations. And we have China, Xi Jinping, disappearing. All of a sudden, a military general comes back who we know is a deep state globalist. And uh, we did see indications, though. U.S. Coast Guard had discovered three Chinese and four Russian military vessels operating in single formation off of the U.S. shores. That did happen. Now, whether Xi Jinping is going to go through with this or not, I don't know. If he's going to back up Russia, I don't know. But here's the thing. Single-handedly, I would not mess with Russia. If I was NATO, I would stay away from Russia. Russia has been a sleeping giant for the last 15 years, Putin has built up that country beyond any scope that we could ever imagine militaristically. When Donald Trump said last week that the U.S. will lose the war in Ukraine, he was not joking. And he meant the U.S. will lose a war one-on-one with Russia. In the middle of the winter, in their, in their territory, it's not going to happen. So basically what we're seeing here. As we're seeing Putin say, don't attack Russia, the U.S. coming out with documents that Putin provided saying that, hey, we're going to preemptive strike Russia at their, their nuclear missile sites. Okay, this was on the table. This is the reason why Putin came back and basically threatened nuclear war against the United States if they try to take out their nukes. They want to neutralize Putin. They want to remove him from power because he's a threat to the globalist order. And so they need to go to war with him. And we've been waiting for one type of catalyst, one single black swan event, whatever it might be. And you just got it. This sabotage of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline was the the catalyst event that we've been looking for that most likely will lead NATO into war with Russia. Now, if China stands up with Russia, this is going to be a very, very bad time and a very, very quick war and a loss for NATO. Just saying that. Although, if China backs down and says, oh, let's negotiate peace, oh, don't do that, which I think is going to happen, they're going to allow NATO to take the, to go to war with Russia. And you will see massive bombing campaigns. You will see, um, you will see the, the precursor of the World War III. And I don't mean to be doom and gloom here. I'm just giving you a, a militaristic analysis from my perspective of what we're seeing unfold in the world. Now, the real question lies on China's alliance with Russia. China's alliance with Russia. That is so key. That is the biggest metric that we're looking at. If China says, hey, Russia, you know, back down in Ukraine, don't do the referendum, don't take over those countries. By the way, those countries or those, those uh, states in Ukraine... approval to move into Russia, to move on, uh, to become Russian territories. So Ukraine really has no no defense on this matter. So we could potentially see the outbreak of World War III here before the November elections. And this is what everybody's concerned about because we have a feeling that the Democrats are trying to find any way, shape, form, or possible not to have these midterm elections because they know they're going to lose. And they can't afford to lose power because, well, as Hillary Clinton says, if that man gets in the office, we're all going to hang. And that's the truth in the matter, is you have American first candidates who are coming into these midterms who are going to win. They're going to take Congress. They're going to take Senate. And when they do, 
They are going to investigate Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, the business dealings, Chinese collusion, the 2020 election fraud. They're going to investigate all of this. They're going to pinpoint key players. McCabe, Robenstein, Obama, Brennan, Hillary Clinton. And the list goes on. Congressmen and senators, Pelosi, Schiff. Everybody's involved. Feinstein and her Chinese spy that she had for 30 years as her driver. Eric Swalwell and Fang Fang, the, uh, the Chinese spy that he was having sex with while cheating on his wife. This will all get uncovered and investigated. And here's the thing is the conservatives, the Republicans aren't clean either. Mitch McConnell, cocaine Mitch. His wife is Chinese. Runs a shipping company. The shipping company got busted for bringing cocaine to the United States and nothing happened. We have a swamp in D.C. and that swamp needs to be drained. I'll be on break tomorrow. I'm driving to Minnesota, but I'll be back with you most likely Friday. You guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you here soon. Bye.